0: Hi guys, it's Gary from sharethepowernow.com. Today's podcast is about helping people break into new companies or new people entering the workforce that are struggling a little bit on how to break into that culture, get their ideas heard, get the attention of management, um, and really showing their value, whether they have little experience or they have a lot of experience. Each person has a different skill, a different mindset, different ideas, and they all have value. The the struggle that we see is being able, uh, for most, to get these people to get those ideas across. So, we're going to jump in today, and and hopefully I can help out with that. So, my best advice to young people, or, or really to any age professional you know, who's struggling to be heard or to be taken seriously and trying to make an impression or break into a company's already in place culture, maybe it's a a management team, bosses, leaders, supervisors, is to do the following, okay? The number one thing I tell them is to absorb the culture first. Just sit back and absorb the culture first. Don't be so eager to jump in and prove yourself. You already have the job. Time to be all ears and less mouth right now. Learn the company's workflow process first. When are their meetings? Who's invited? Understand who's in charge of what process, uh, of what process, and what functions. Who reports to who? What are the company's goals? I'm going to stop here because I get a lot of people who say, "Well, Gary, you know, I'm a clerk, I'm a salesperson, I'm a supervisor, I'm just a stock boy." or whatever you may feel or they feel that they're too far down on the corporate ladder to make any real contributions to the company's goals. Wrong. The worst mistake you can make is assuming your company's goals are not something that you have the power to contribute to. I don't care if you work for a Fortune 500 company or you work in a local deli. All companies have goals. Your advantage is to know them and apply your skills on how you can contribute to those goals. If you want to impress your boss, you want to be a rock star, contribute to the overall goals of the company. Their success ultimately is going to be your success in countless ways. For example, I'll take something small. If you work at a deli and the goal of the deli owner is to sell more breakfast sandwiches, you need to come up with a way on how to do that, even if you weren't asked. Maybe do some simple customer probing. And asking customers what type of breakfast sandwiches would you like to see on the menu? Maybe it's a pricing issue with the deli. Maybe the deli up the street is cheaper. Maybe they don't feel the quality of the sandwiches are good. Maybe your deli isn't open earlier enough to handle most of the customers who are already on the road. Research your competition. I can't say that enough. Research the competition. I talk to companies, I talk to senior management people. And I'll ask them, what are your competitors doing? What is successful for them? What's failed for them? I get blank stares. If you don't know what your competition is doing, they will leave you in, the, they will blow past you in, in your marketplace and they will look at you in the rear view mirror. Know your competitors. I can't say that enough. Know what your competitors are doing. If it's successful, use it. Don't copy it. Just use it. Tweak it. Make the idea better and make it yours. Remember this. Successful ideas are merely inspirational steroid shots to your own awesome ideas. Use what is already successful. Make changes to it. Make it better and commit to it. While you're learning the culture... I want you also to start observing this. Which leader, if there's more than one uh, boss, whether it be supervisors, managers, VPs, that the employees tend to resonate to. They seem to go to all the time. Whether it be for information, trouble, or, you know, troubling issues, advice, whatever it may be. This person most likely displays the three C's of leadership. Competence, concern, and courtesy at all times. We call these people... C leaders, they're sincere and aware of how they make people how they make people feel all the time. They recognize the employees' value. They're transparent and consistent in their behaviors. They have gained buy-in and trust as a leader to most of the employees. It doesn't mean that the employee will always get what they want from the leader, or that the leader is a pushover. It means that they value and respect that leader's opinion, their view, their feedback, or suggestions. They know that they're getting an honest, fair, and consistent response to whatever their conversation was about, even if they didn't get the answer they came looking for. So consistency is what employees look for when they look to go to a leader. They know they'll get that fair shake, they'll get an honest answer, and they are recognized and valued no matter what the conversation leads to. Okay, so you know this is a leader you want to align yourself with. The one that you want to work on projects with, you want to partner with, you want to assist, you want to become friendly with, you want to offer your assistance to. It's not ass kissing, it's aligning yourself with leaders that will develop, empower, and grow you to the fullest of your potential. Leaders that aren't responsive to your value in the company will never have your best interest at heart. You can't change these people. It's a personality trait. And you're in a losing battle. Do whatever you need to do to distance yourselves from these type of leaders, bosses, managers, VPs, whatever you might, they, they are in your corporation. If it's your boss, seek a transfer or a different job. I promise you, leaders that take and take or you witness them only socializing, communicating, utilizing, and recognizing certain people usually the same ones in most cases, are not fair, they're not consistent, and they're not transparent. They will give you every reason why they only select these few people. Trust me, there's only two reasons why those type of leaders do that. The the people that they select on a constant basis offer them either the fastest way to make them the most money, or because they stroke their egos. Some cases it may be both. I've been teaching leaders at every level from companies as little as 30 people to 3,000 people for over 30 years. I've seen every level of suck-ups and bosses who love them in my lifetime. I, I, I promise you this, I'm dead on when I say those are the only two reasons leaders are like that and why you should think of a department or company change. You're wasting your time, skills, and talents on making them money. Okay, let's move on a little bit. I want you to be visible, approachable, personable, not personal, personable, pleasant, easy to talk to, casual conversations, be respectful of other people's times and agendas, show interest in others, ask questions, be somewhat vulnerable. This removes the new person thinks they know it all, assumptions made by others before they even get to know you. It shows that you're willing to learn. And you're honest about what you know and what you don't know. A natural concern we have as humans is that we fear other people will find out that we don't know everything. I'm sur- Are you surprised? I'm surprised I don't know everything. I- I'm surprised you don't know everything. But that's the assumption. We think that people look at us and say, wow, what do you mean you don't know this all? So when you display that you don't know everything and that you're willing to learn and try something new, you become, well... Like them, and people like people who are like us. Remember, people like people who are like us, we get along with them. If you're like me, you must be awesome because I'm awesome. So, be also appreciative to people that are mentoring you, they're helping you, and assisting you, um, especially when you're new in a company or you're new to an organization. Make sure that you thank them and give credit what credit's due, even when the other person isn't around. Learn to have a radio personality, guys. This, mean, this means basically just leave your troubles at the door. Don't drag them into work. Nobody wants to see you walking around all day with resting bitch face and complaining to others. Uh, you know, otherwise, either can't fix your problems or really don't want to be involved in them. Radio hosts have lives too. They experience deaths in their family, arguments with family and loved ones. They go through medical issues themselves, divorce, etc. So they get a lot of hardship in their lives as well. Yet, when that red light goes on, they are the happiest people in the world. Laughing, talking to interesting people on the show, holding contests, talking to listeners, calling in, and most importantly, entertaining you. This is a skill that needs practice, but you must have a radio personality. Okay, so let's move on to one of the the last features here. In regards to getting your ideas, suggestions, or recommendations heard at a new company, especially if you're young or you're kind of a newbie, you'll need to do uh, a a couple of things to prove your worthiness and future ideas. The old saying that your actions speak louder than words is your mantra from now on. Let your actions speak for themselves. In time, people will notice that you're producing desired results and are willing to listen to other ideas you may have in the future. This is a critical process you need to adapt. If you can't get to or you're not in that place yet where you can just take action and let your actions do your talking for you, you'll need to present your idea to a C leader okay, and ensure that you can back up your idea with proven data even from whether, it, whether it's from another company who has done the same idea or close to the same idea, internet research, maybe a new release study um, from independent collection services, news articles, you name it, whatever it may be. Um, find out what who else or what else is doing this that you can back it up and show some success that other people are having. Maybe refer to other similar situations related uh, relate to a time previously how you implemented that idea or close to it and how successful it was, and how you can adapt that idea into this company. Again, if you listen to what I first said earlier, your idea will get more buy-in if you attach it to the company's goals. So, be sure to open with the company's goals, give your idea and how you think it or believe that it will work at this company, and close the conversation with how this will help reach the company's goals. Kind of that sandwich technique. Okay, so I'm going to kind of close down here quickly with just a finish on how that may sound like. Okay, so hi, Mr. C Leader. When you have about five minutes, I'm going to stop here for a second. When you have about five minutes, all ideas uh, really should have a five minute or less intro when you first present them to a high level person or a boss. Uh, Most executives or bosses are pretty busy. They don't want to go to something that's pretty lengthy right there and then. So when you have five minutes, now you're giving that, that person a time allocation so they know they only need about five minutes with you of your time. I'd like to present an idea I have in helping us achieve, insert the company's goals. Okay. You should probably get a yes or at least a re- reasonable time frame on when you can come to see them. So now the meeting happens. So in the meeting, this is kind of like your elevator pitch to to get into more details of it. But kind of the elevator pitch to it would be, I know how important it is to obtain, insert the company's goals. I researched the top five companies that have success with this. And the one thing I found in common was that all give the main purpose of the idea. And I believe. We can do the same, but much better results by, and then present your idea. Okay. I know that sounds a little confusing, so I'm going to just say it in plain English where my inserts were. Okay. And I'm going to kind of use the deli example that I gave earlier, how this may help if I was uh, somebody presenting to my boss who owned the deli who wants to sell more breakfast sandwiches. Say, hi, Mr. Deli owner. I know how important it is for us to sell more breakfast sandwiches i did some research on some secret shopping and found out that the other three local delis do really well with breakfast sandwiches for two reasons one they're open 30 minutes earlier than us yet some of the customers i chatted with at those delis told me that they would come here if we were opened earlier because they actually live closer to us the second was they offered a discount if the customers purchased ten dollars or more I believe we can do that, but with much better results by opening 45 minutes earlier, beating the other deli openings. You may want to even offer yourself to be the early bird here because you don't want to offer off hours or some crazy expense without you being the person being able to do that first. Okay, so sometimes you got to roll up your sleeves, get your hands dirty for your own idea to get implemented. So you may want to be the person who comes in 45 minutes early to do that. Okay. Um, you could also say uh, something along the line, and if we offered a discount on multiple purchases instead of a one-time purchase like they do, this ensures that our customers, are repeat customers, that they come back. Plus, here's a whole new feature, No Deli Offers. We may offer overnight e-ordering. Customers will be able to place their orders the night before so it's ready for pickup. As soon as they get here first thing in the morning. No other deli does that. So we're doing something more than our competition is already doing. If we try this for just a month, I'm sure it will not only outsell the other delis, but will easily meet our goals in selling more breakfast sandwiches. See how that's done? Everything I gave you prior to this is exactly how that would roll out. Now, I used a pretty easy example. and I'm sure you can see how this would play out. But you need a little practice on how to present your ideas with confidence. Okay, So let's recap. Learn the culture first. Identify your C leaders. Learn how to incorporate your company's goals into your idea with backed data. Okay? So, guys, I hope you found this helpful. If you like uh, the podcast that I had today, please leave any comments or questions or feedback um, below. I'd love to hear from you. If you like the podcast, please like it and share it with others. Follow me on Facebook at share the Power Now. Instagram at sharethepowernow, and of course, my website at sharethepowernow.com. I'm Gary Walden reminding you, when you learn something that adds value to your life, share it with others. That's the true meaning of share the power. Thank you, and I'll see you guys all on the next podcast.